from MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Kevin Farrell in for Sharita Brent, joined today by Kamel King, Special Projects Manager with the Mississippi Development Authority. Mary Market Miller away today. We're going to highlight three very unique festivals happening this weekend on today's show. We'll talk about Festival South in Hattiesburg, Walthall County's Dairy Festival, and the Alice Mosley Folk Festival. Also, Cathead Vodka Distillery is celebrating their seventh year in business with a big jam. And later, the U.S. Army Golden Knights Parachute Team will join us live to talk about the big Greenwood Air Show. It's Next Stop Mississippi, and it's coming up right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Kevin Farrell in for Sharita Brent this week, and I'm joined today by Kamel King, Special Projects Manager with the Mississippi Development Authority. Mary Margaret Miller away today as well. But we're going to talk about three very unique festivals happening this weekend. We'll visit with Festival South organizers from Hattiesburg. We'll talk with uh, the folks from the Walthall County Dairy Festival and the Alice Mosley Folk Festival. Also, Cathead Vodka Distillery is celebrating their seventh year in business, and they're throwing a big jam. And then later in the show, we'll talk to the U.S. Army Golden Parachute, uh, Golden Knights Parachute Team. They'll join us live to talk about the Greenwood Air Show. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. So, good morning, Kamel. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good morning, Kevin. How are you feeling? We're, I'm doing good. You know, not to be confused with the 2000 movie starring Ke- Keanu Reeves or the Minneapolis-based rock band, We Are Today, The Replacements. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> And that was a good movie, actually. I liked it. <laughs> so filling in for Sharita and Mary Margaret, had a big show uh, today, lots of interesting things to talk about. Uh, and, you know, I noticed that uh, bicentennial festivities uh, really beginning to uh, get in full swing. Uh, I think that the uh, the festivities up in north in Oxford are, if not started, are, are soon to start uh, that celebration. Yes, indeed. Uh, the weekend of June 24th, uh, that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I mean, there are festivities going on in Oxford all weekend long uh, happening in the Grove. There will be a big uh, governor's concert happening that Saturday evening with things happening for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, things for the kids. It's going to be a gigantic bicentennial celebration. Yeah, and you know, I've heard that the the one thing I like about it is it's there's the scale of things. There are the three biggies, you know, in each part of the state, but there are also smaller communities doing their part to uh, celebrate the bicentennial, and I think uh, part of uh, the, one of the things that we're going to be talking about today has a, a bicentennial connection to it. So lots of stuff going on, big stuff, small stuff, a chance for everybody in Mississippi to get involved and celebrate. Yes, indeed. Lots of events going on, and uh, the Bicentennial Grant Program, I think, really uh, helped ex- extend that out throughout the state because people were, uh, organizations and uh, counties were able to apply for a grant and get part of that Bicentennial Grant to fund some of these events. So it's things happening all over the state. All right, so in just a minute, we're going to start off the show by talking about uh, 
Festival South in Hattiesburg. Uh, going to get uh, Dr. J. Dean, Director of Orchestral Activities at USM on the line. Uh, but that's a big thing, and it's not just a weekend thing, but I noticed it lasts uh, almost the entire month of June. And as you'll hear in just a few minutes, just a wide variety of stuff, some, a lot of exciting stuff and concerts going on uh, in the Hub City. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, let's see. I think we're trying to get uh, Dr. Dean on the phone. Uh, still hadn't got him through yet. So um, um, any exciting things uh, you've got planned for the weekend? No, I think I, I'll just take it a little easy this weekend. It, it's it's so much going on. Uh, Mississippi is going to be representing at the Chicago Blues Festival okay. on next week. And, and luckily, I'll get to go. All right. So I'm resting up for that. And Mary Margaret, it is out uh, representing with Visit Mississippi uh, at the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival. Yeah, I saw she uh, posted something on Facebook uh, last night about that. And it sounds like they're having a real great successful show there yep and yeah that the the chicago blues festival that that's one of the biggies and i think it's it's right there on the lakefront if i'm uh, not mistaken right there on the lakefront they they moved it from grant park to a millennium park this uh this year and i think it's going to be an even better setup but oh my god the miss visit mississippi stage has all of our stars performing from mississippi so if you're in chicago or thinking about traveling it is well worth it all right uh, still waiting to try to get uh, Dr. Dean on the phone. Uh, we're going to be talking about Festival South uh, in its eighth season. As we said, a lot of different things going on, uh, and we, uh, we got him on the line. So instead of me blathering on about it, why don't we get the uh, uh, Dr. J. Dean is with us on the phone. Uh, Jay, thanks for joining us this morning. Absolutely. As I mentioned, it's not just a weekend event, but Festival South runs from June 1st through the 17th. So uh, give us uh, what exactly is Festival South? Festival South is a multi-genre arts event. Uh, it, we have music, we have art, we have theater, we have dance, we have things for kids, we have film, we have all kinds of things. For example, last night we opened Festival South with Tom Lopat, who uh, many may remember from the Dukes of Hazard show. He, mm-hmm. he's, he's a Broadway singer and did a great opening night event for us last night. We have, we have uh, things that will appeal to... Um, Adults as well as kids. For example, tonight we open James and the Giant Peach, which is a great show, and it's never never been done before. I mean, it, 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 this is a, this is kind of a premier uh, performance, not only for Mississippi but but around the nation. And we're doing it here in Hattiesburg uh, this evening at seven thirty, and then we do two other performances tomorrow at ten and one. And then just to show you an example of the variety of things, just tomorrow. We have, we have like six different events tomorrow, uh, ranging from James and the Giant Peach to uh, a flute a recital and uh, a Best of the Pine Belt um, red carpet activities. And then some other highlights of the event from, for the festival are um, like next Saturday, we have a Mississippi Bicentennial concert uh, at, um, at the University of Southern Mississippi. And this will feature uh, really wonderful performers like Tom Bones Malone from the Dave Letterman Show and mm-hmm. Blues Brothers movies, Vasai Jackson, who's a very, very well-known blues artist who travels all over the world performing blues. He's with us here. Uh, we have uh, David Lee, who's a, uh, one of the major Elvis tribute artists uh, in the nation, and he's won numerous contests uh, for his Elvis tribute show. And we have the Bicentennial Orchestra. We have the Bicentennial Singers. That's going to be a huge show next Saturday, the, the 10th of June. Uh, then we finish the festival with um, one of the world's greatest jazz singers, Patty Austin. Uh, she's going to be here doing an Ella Fitzgerald show with us. 
uh, and that's with full orchestra as well. Uh, this is the Ella Fitzgerald Centennial. She was uh, born in 1917, so this is 2017. This coincides with the Mississippi Bicentennial. So, uh, as I said, we have classical events, we have popular events, we have small events, we have large events. We have we have about 65 different events over the course of this two-week period. Mm. It's the largest music festival in the state, and uh, we're this is its eighth season. Um, and we're very, very proud of, of, uh, of, uh, what we're able to do here in Hattiesburg. And, uh, so that's what Festival South is. It's a, it's a huge, all encompassing arts and music festival. Well, Dr. Dean, uh, just getting to know you over the past couple of years, I know you're very ambitious and, and, and you and the people that you work with do a lot of different things. But how in the world did you guys conceptualize such a multi-week, multi-genre festival? Uh, just to encompass all of these different things? Well, uh, I had too much free time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, uh, uh, I, I have always been uh, in, intrigued with not just music, but all of the arts. And, and I wanted to do something here in Mississippi that, uh, that was an art festival, a music festival uh, that had a, a tremendous economic impact on our community. And uh, you just, you know, you just, just putting things together uh, that go on all day, every day. For example, let's just take tourism. If you're a tourist in a particular uh, uh, area, you come to that area and you might have an evening event to go to, but you don't have anything to do in the daytime. Yeah. All right. So we put, we put, uh, we put uh, uh, coffee shops, uh, we put concerts in coffee shops. Like we put coffee sh uh, concerts in coffee shops in the mornings. We put cof uh, concerts in, in, in uh, restaurants at lunch. We put concerts in churches in the afternoon. And uh, then we put major events at night. And also, there are people in, in if you're, if you're, so, so as a tourist, you have something to do all day, every day. It's sort of like a cultural cultural theme park so to speak mm. and and so you have something to do from the time you get up in the morning until the time you go to bed at night also if you're a resident in in the community you live here there's something for you to do all day as well there are many people in our community just like every community that won't come out at night because mm -hmm. they have vision problems elderly people don't want to drive at night that kind of thing so the daytime events are perfect for them. They love to come to, to concerts and coffee shops in the morning. They love to go to recitals at churches in the afternoon. They love to go to an art exhibition or fit, we have a film series that we do as part of the festival. And so um, there are things I don't care. I don't care what kind of music you like. I don't care what kind of art you like. You might be a, a fan of painting or sculpture. Or you might be a fan of theater or a fan of of classical music or blues or gospel or jazz, and we wanted something that appealed to everyone and something that that uh, um, uh, touched everyone because, you know, I have always believed that quality of life should be for everyone. Yes. You know, not just for those who can afford it or not just for those who can get to it, but we are, as, as, as artists, performing artists, arts producers, arts presenters, we it is our... Uh, not only a desire, but in a way a responsibility to reach out 
and, and touch as many people as possible and and uh, not just entertainment. It, we have educational institutes. We well, like we have six or seven different educational institutes with Festival South as well because we want to educate. Uh, we want to entertain people. We want to add to the quality of their life uh, in positive ways. And you can hear a lot of our events for free. You can go to a lot of our events for free um, because, you know, we, we do believe that, that we need to serve all segments of our community. And we want to benefit tourism as well as uh, in economic development as well as quality of life for our local citizens. So with uh, so much going on and, and, you know, the whole 17-day run of, of the festival, uh, Dr. Dean, what's the best place for folks to go to try to keep track of things and, and maybe plan out which events they want to try to go to? Well, our, our, fest, our website is festivalsouth.org. Okay. And that's the place to go to, Festival South, which is one word, festivalsouth.org. All right, very good. We've been talking with Dr. J. Dean about Festival South in Hattiesburg, a, a great uh, run of a bunch of different events, art events, uh, film festivals, that sort of thing, and it runs from June 1st through the 17th uh, in Hattiesburg. Dr. Dean, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you very much. All right, we need to take a quick break. When we get back, we will continue things uh, coming up this hour. We still have yet to talk to the folks at Cat Head Vodka Distillery celebrating their seventh year in business. Also, we'll talk about the Walthall County Dairy Festival and the Alice Mosley Folk Festival. And we'll get a visit from the U.S. Army Golden Knights Parachute Team who will be at the Greenwood Air Show this weekend. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell in for Sharita Brent, joined today by Kamel King, uh, the Special Projects Manager with the Mississippi Development Authority. We've got a lot to talk about today. We've already talked about Festival South going on uh, most of June in Hattiesburg. Also yet to come today, we're going to talk about the Walthall County Dairy Festival, the Alice Mosley Folk Festival. Folks from Cathead Vodka Distillery are here in studio with us. We'll be talking to them in just a few minutes as they celebrate seven years in business, and we're going to promote the Greenwood Air Show coming up as well. Uh, next, though, we have on the line uh, Jane Byrne from the Hancock County Tourism Division. Uh, Jane, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, thanks for having me. All right, we're going to be talking about the Alice Mosley Folk Festival, and I guess the, uh, the first obvious question is, who was Alice Mosley? Alice Mosley was an incredible woman. She had been a school teacher, and she didn't start painting till she was 65. Her wow. mother had Alzheimer's, and she needed a way to deal with the stress, and she went on to become a nationally award-winning folk artist in the United States. Wow, that's a great story. Um, and also, I understand, you know, uh, Kamel and I were talking at the beginning of the show about uh, uh, bicentennial-related events really kicking off this summer across Mississippi. Uh, there's a bicentennial tie-in with uh, this folk festival. Tell us about that. It is. It's a bicentennial tribute to Hancock County, and it's our way of bringing Mississippi's bicentennial celebration to Hancock County. And Can Hancock County has a really colorful history in its past. Jane, tell us about the exhibit that you're going to display uh, at the Bay St. Louis Depot. I'm very interested in that. 
We will have several traveling, moving, uh, oral history exhibits, and they will cover things like the timeline from 1699 to the present, showcasing industry, education, workshop, transportation, sea, rail, history. We even have an oral history tent where we'll have local people come and present talks about oral history in Hancock County featuring Eddie Coleman, Pat Murphy, Walter Jack, Dot Kersenak, and actress, director Cheryl Grace will be portraying Alice Mosley herself. Yeah, that's fun to me when you have that kind of living history thing where you can have someone assume the persona of Alice and, and be there to uh, kind of uh, share her wit and wisdoms. Uh, what about some other things going on? Uh, blacksmithing, pottery? What are some other events? Correct. So- They'll be doing live de- demonstrations featuring a blacksmith, quilters, steampunk pottery. He does pottery upside down. It actually spins on his head. There'll be demos relating to the History Museum. And as far as the children are concerned, there's a petting zoo, train rides, pony rides, a bounce village. There are just lots of things to keep anyone from age two months to 92 interested in this uh, joint venture between the Bicentennial Tribute and the Alice Mosley Festival. Jane, I understand that the uh, second floor of the depot building is dedicated to Alice Mosley, and uh, I guess the description of her work is whimsical renditions of commonplace scenes from the past. Uh, tell, tell the listeners exactly what that means. Well, actually, TripAdvisor listed the Alice Mosley Folk Art Museum as the number two thing to do on your visit to Bay St. Louis, mm-hmm. and she is a storyteller. She found if she came up with the title, then she could paint her picture. One of the prints that we have is called Three Sheets in the Wind, and there is a drunk with a gallon of moonshine in the front yard. Well, she didn't want her Sunday school class to know that she knew what a drunk with a gallon of moonshine (laughs) looked like. So she painted three white sheets on the clothesline and called the print Three Sheets in the Wind. That's the kind of personality that she had. Great storyteller. So uh, give us uh, some details uh, 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 where the the depot is or where the festival will be taking place and some times, uh, that sort of information. It will be taking place on the grounds of the historic depot and Bay St. Louis. It'll be going on from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock, rain or shine. We are going to do this tomorrow. There is a ribbon cutting starting at 10 o'clock. And then we have several, we have three different uh group acts that will be uh, performing and and be there. We have the Bay Rats Marching Battery from 10.30 to noon. That's made up of 33 drummers from age 6 to 18. And then from uh, 1 o'clock to 2.30, we have Blue Shift, and it's made up of several local musicians. One of them is Tommy Moran. He used to play with Jerry Fisher of Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And he's played numerous times with Clarence Gate Mouth Brown. But our headliner from 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock is Grammy-nominated Delta Blues artist Vaste Jackson. Mm-hmm. He, he's great. He's performed with Harry Connick, Jenny, Jimmy Buffett, David Crosby, Dr. John. He is well worth coming to see. And if you're hungry, we've got food vendors. 
Uh, I look forward to sampling Polly's snowball. I remember a strawberry, strawberry snowball from growing up. We've got hamburgers, hot dogs, pizzas, and Silver Slipper is even doing a gator dog. That's what I'm interested in trying. But, you know, we would not be able to do either one of these two events, the Bicentennial Tribute to Hancock County and the Alice Mosley Festival, without grants. Our grants came through the Mississippi Humanities Council and Visit Mississippi, funded through the Mississippi Development Authority, and we are extremely grateful to them. Uh, how long has the Alice Mosley Festival been going on? This is our first year. All right. Wow, we excellent. We're super excited about it. Yeah, and I, I guess the, 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 the tie-in with the, the Bicentennial, just a natural here and, and a great way to kind of promote two things at once. It is. Uh, the state of Mississippi has had a bicentennial celebration. The Gulf Coast has had a bicentennial celebration. And now it's time for Hancock County to have our bicentennial celebration. All right. And so if uh, folks need some more information, uh, is there maybe a Facebook or a page they could go to online to, to get some details? They could go to www.ms1wordwestcoast.org or our phone number here at the depot is 228-463-9222. Excellent. All right, Jane, thanks for joining us this morning. We've been talking uh, with Jane Byrne about the Alice Mosley Folk Festival and the Bicentennial Tribute that's coming up uh, this weekend in Hancock County. Thanks, Jane. Thank you. Come out and see us. All right, very good. Uh, this is Next Stop Mississippi. Let's go ahead and take another break. When we get back, we've got the folks from uh, the Cathead Vodka Distiller with us. They're going to be talking about their big 7th anniversary party going on. And still to come, we'll talk about the uh, Walthall County Dairy Festival. And we'll uh, visit with the U.S. Army Golden Knights Parachute Team, who will be at the Greenwood Air Show this weekend. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll have more of Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Kevin Farrell here today, filling in for Sharita Brennan. I'm joined by Kamel King, the Special Projects Manager with the Mississippi Development Authority. Uh, we're going to be talking in just the next few minutes with some folks from uh, the Cathead Vodka Distillery. They're celebrating their seventh year in business year, and they're having a big party. Uh, so we welcome in the studio uh, Major Marco and Allie Beston, both from Cathead. So thanks, folks, for being with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're happy to be here. You know, we want to talk about sort of the the work that Cathead does, kind of the maybe a kind of a business philosophy. But first, I want to talk about the fun stuff. So, Major, uh, give us some details on this big uh, this big jam that you're having this weekend. So, it's the second annual Cathead Jam. Uh, we started it last year, and uh, this year we we stepped it up a notch. We'll have um, music. Gates are at two. Music starts at three thirty with the Vamps. Then Big Sam, Funky Nation. Then Keller Williams. Then a, the Hip Abduction. And a late night DJ, uh, Quickie Marks, coming in from New Orleans. So, um, gonna have a lot of, a lot of booze. Uh, Capital City Beverages bringing the beer out for us. We've got some, uh, some beer sponsors and then, um, 
food as well, Pig and Pint, Learning D's Food Truck, Deep South Pops, really family friendly. Oh, yeah, some good. Um, it's all outdoor, so uh, we have the option if, if it rains to come in. So it's a rain or shine event one way or the other. But uh, really looking forward just to, you know, Jackson doesn't have a music festival and hadn't had one since Jubilee Jam quit about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and from a big picture standpoint, that's. That's what we want to bring back. We want music, live music in downtown and something that's family-friendly, pet-friendly, and and all of that. So that's what we got going on this weekend. we got our whole sales team in town with us, which is Family. awesome to have everybody um, everybody here. We went out and celebrated one of our market manager's 30th birthday last night. So um, it's just a, it's been a great week, and we're looking forward to a, to a great weekend. You know, the one that caught my eye was Keller Williams, the one-man jam band. I, I'm just picturing that in my head. That sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so it is It's super cool. He travels with a guitar and a box, and he unfolds this box, and it probably gets out to be about the size of the table, mm-hmm. and he has all of these different instruments that he can play and he can loop. It's almost like a musician DJ, if mm-hmm. you will. It's not, you know, he's not spinning records, um, and he just gets up there and rocks it out. He is so much fun. Wow. Um, has recorded albums with, with a lot of musicians. He's a lot of fun. Well, Major, give some of uh, our listeners just a little background on how Cathead got started, and Ali, chime in if you want to, because sure. the brand is just really surging and making a lot of noise and getting a lot of market space, and I think Mississippi is so proud of you guys. Tell us how I got started. Well, thank you for saying that. Austin Evans and Richard Patrick, our two owners, uh, they went to college together. Austin's from Jackson, and Richard's from Atlanta, and went to college together and knew they wanted to get in business, so they moved to Charleston, and that's where they got their start in the industry. And Mississippi didn't have a distillery, and as the craft distilling was starting to come around in 2010, they decided, I think on the back of a tailgate at the Sunflower Blues Fest in Clarksdale, Mississippi, <laughs> wow. to uh, to start Cathead. I'm sure it was three or four in the morning, as all good ideas are. Exactly. But this one came to fruition. And um, one thing that we do that's a little bit different, we don't spend a bunch of money on advertising and marketing. We invest in people. And um, we have reps spread out throughout the South. So we're distributed in 14 states in the Southeast. And we've got uh, eight sales reps that are placed in, in strategic markets throughout. And it's kind of why we brought Allie with us yeah. today, just to talk a little bit about that. So, Allie, it's important, I guess, uh, when you go out there to to let folks know that uh, Cathead is a Mississippi brand. Oh, definitely. Um, people ask often if it's local, and I respond it's regional, south. So that plays a big, important role in the sales aspect of it. Um, being music-based, supporting live music, and being in Music City, that also helps tie into that factor as well. Um, we donate a dollar from every bottle bought. Two live nonprofit music foundations. We work really closely with Music Maker Relief Foundation. So um, people in Nashville get excited about that. And um, that's why I've been going to Clarksdale and um, participating in Juke Joint and going to Junior Kimbrough's Con Patch Festival out in Holly Springs to really see the culture of where we come from. And it's easier for me to. Um, get behind something that I am passionate about and be able to sell it. At the end of the day, it's where liquid folk art I see rather ah, than just being a vodka. Very good. I like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> well, definitely, as I've just personally watched the brand, I've seen a lot of effort infusing with music and, and a lot of artists and things like that, uh, which is you know, I think a, a, a little, it's unique from a starting brand point. What made you guys really want to fuse with the artists? 
Well, it's art and community. I mean, music is is the language of all people, right? And um, being involved in the community and being involved in local arts are something that's very passionate to to Austin and Richard, and really to everybody in the company. And so, um, it's it's as much about music as it is about just art in general and community in general. Um, that's how we get involved. We donate to as many charities as we're able to to donate to and um, pour out specialty cocktails. We want to get it into people's mouths, let them taste it, let them meet us. Um, You know, the product is great. Our master distiller, Philip, is fantastic at what he does. But the people on the ground are the ones that are actually getting it into people's mouths. And so, as Allie mentioned, having their passion behind it um, is, is vital to what we're doing. Well, at the end of the day, like when you're at a concert, you're drinking so why not do something that supports what you're watching mm-hmm. it just ties it all yeah. into one circle so i you know vodka to me is, is sort of the hot thing and it, there's a lot of the infused flavors and that sort of thing so maybe talk a bit about your product line is it something that uh, is stable right now and then you're trying to grow where do you see uh the the future going for cathead well the future i think is bright um we are doing something with we have the honeysuckle vodka, and we also have a pecan-flavored vodka. Um, everything that we use is natural, and um, we get it all the resources from in the south, Mississippi and Alabama. Um, and we take that honeysuckle flower, and we press it down, extract it, and then infuse it. So to me, that honeysuckle is more of, it's like a liqueur almost. You could use it as a modifier, or you could use it as a base spirit. It's not something so sugary and cloying and you can sip it over ice with some lemon in the summertime and um and the pecan um it's we use all natural pecans as well and we roast them and lay the vodka on top so that's why you get that brown color um nice warm notes um and you you don't see a lot of distilleries using something that's indigenous to where they come from and that's Mm -hmm. what why what differentiates a cat head and uh, the pecans are definitely southern, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <indeed>. definitely. <laughs> well, I tell you, uh, it's funny that Mary Margaret Miller isn't here right now, uh, but she did haul a bunch of cases to Atlanta <laughs> Food and Wine <laughs> to represent with uh, Cathead for a visit to Mississippi. So, she's yeah, having fun with she's that. She's having some of that <laughs> right having now. a lot of fun over there. That's exactly. an event that, uh, that we've actually done. We speak at a regional events we've done for quite some time, and scheduling conflicts. We had the jam this weekend, Atlanta Food and Wine. So Mary Margaret and Maggie and, and their crew are they're helping us out over there by yes, by keeping our presence known even though we're not there. Right, right. We're still going. Yeah, we're still there. You're going. We're still there. <laughs> <laughs> and so getting back to the jam, we talked about uh, the entertainment and you mentioned briefly, but boy, uh, I would be looking forward to those food trucks because we've really got kind of a burgeoning food truck um, uh, market uh, yeah. in the central Mississippi area. So it's great to, that you you know, you got some good food to go along with that great music. Yeah, we're excited to have the food out there. Um, it's a big part. We just we want an interactive family event. So we want people to come out, have a good time. Um like I said, we've got Learny D's. We've got, uh, I think it's Miller's Hot Dogs. I can't remember the exact name of the hot dog truck. Deep South Pops, Pig and Pint's going to bring some barbecue. So we've got a plethora of options for everybody. We're going to have, we're actually going to have two frozen cocktails, which will be nice. A frozen honeysuckle lemonade. Yeah. And then a, a frozen uh, pecan and rum chata and coffee. Tasty. A nice coffee Ooh. cocktail. Hey. So it's, uh, we, we, 
we work very hard and, and we like to Gotta play hard to too. So <laughs> this is this is one of those times where, you know, we we get to celebrate music and celebrate Cathead and celebrate our families and and uh, and the Jackson community as a whole. So um, that's why we're here, and that's try to get as many people down as we can. We're looking for a for a great crowd. Um, tickets at the door are twenty in advance. They're fifteen. I think there's a four pack special that you get a discount on. Uh, Ardenland.net is where you can find the tickets. Uh, Cathead Distillery, CatheadVodka.com, both those websites will get you to the same place, too. All right, and so it's uh, tomorrow, Saturday, uh, from 3 to 10 p.m. Uh, in downtown Jackson. So thanks for joining us on the show this morning. Thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you all for having us. And if you see Major, um, make sure you get take a Mezcal shot with him. Yeah. <laughs> or a yes. honeysuckle shot with him. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> right. For Major, mostly. I'll leave him up to it. <laughs> all right, thanks again, y'all. It sounds like it's going to be a fun time tomorrow. We're going to uh, switch gears here and uh, invite on the telephone uh, Scott Dwyer, who is the Master of Ceremonies for the Walthall County Dairy Festival. Scott, thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, it's great to be with you. All right, so tell us about uh, the, uh, the the Dairy Festival. How long has it been going on, and, and what are some of the, the highlights? This is our 40th annual Dairy Festival. Oh, wow. This started back in 1977. This was kind of a way our local dairymen, we're Walpaw County is where the cream pitcher of Mississippi and the local berrymen uh, used to put on a festival and just kind of their way to say thanks for the local uh, area for their support. And the chamber picked up uh, picked up the festival about a couple of decades ago, and so we've been uh, been doing it ever since. It's a great day. It's held the first Saturday of June uh, to kind of celebrate the dairy industry and. Uh, We'll get kicked off at 8 o'clock that morning. We'll have a baby contest first thing. We'll have a dairy festival queen pageant. We have a lot of uh, great uh, contests for the kids. We've got, we'll have sack races and ice cream eating contests and uh, those kind of things throughout the day. We'll have uh, giving away free ice cream and milk throughout the day. We'll have a butter churning contest. Uh, then we finish up the evening with our uh, turtle race. Uh, we've got, we're part of the International Turtle Races Association. We'll race <laughs> wow, <laughs> Scott, this it's is a fun day. it yeah. sounds like some fun stuff. Tell us, I, I really got to know about the butter churning contest. <laughs> How in the heck do you win that? <laughs> well, what we do it. What we do is uh, we've got some ladies for. Uh, Miss Hilburn, who's been doing this for a lot of years, and they put the the cream into a. It's kind of a just a huge jar, and they shake it on the stage until it turns into butter. Mm. And during our political years, we'll have our mm. political uh, candidates on the stage, and we'll let them have their first contest of the year, trying to see who can make butter the quickest. <laughs> and then we auction off that uh, butter after after it's made, and so it's, this is fresh churned butter right here on the stage at the Dairy Fest, and then we'll auction off the butter. You know, this sounds really like it is a great family event, because to me, when I was reading through some of the, the literature, you know, talking about some of the things that were going on, it really is kind of nostalgic. It, it feels like kind of an old festival, as you, you know, the butter churning contest, the sack races, the turtle races. It really sounds like it's it's kind of just a traditional way to have fun on a summer day. It really is. It's just, it, we, just, we like to... Folks uh, get a, a glimpse, or what I could say, a slice of Walpole County. It, it is a very nostalgic, uh, very traditional type of festival. Uh, not, 
everything is free as far as getting in and the kids participating in all the events. Uh, it won't cost you a dime to come and, and enjoy the day. We have live entertainment on the stage. The only thing you'll have to spend money on is if you visit the uh, craft vendors or, you know, purchase food. But everything else is free. And uh, plenty of musical entertainment as well. Talk a little bit about that, if you would. Well, the musical entertainment we'll have, we've got a we've got some great local talent, uh, some people that sing. We'll have them on the stage throughout the day uh, to kind of showcase some of the Walpaw County talent. And then at uh, 4 o'clock, we'll have a gospel singing. We'll do that for about an hour and a half. And then this year, for the first time, we'll actually bring in a live band to kind of conclude the evening. We'll have the group Bulletproof come in, and they'll perform live on stage uh, till about 9 o'clock. And then we'll have our fireworks display. All right. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the uh, the turtle races. That, that kind of piqued my interest. Uh, I imagine kind of a slow event, but uh, how does that all work out? Well, you you would think it would be a slow event, but the, the, this is something the Rotary Club has done for, for a lot of years. And uh, people, when you, when you say a turtle race, well, we will race, uh, the kids will bring their turtles, and we'll race turtles from your little itty-bitty turtles up to your huge turtles. And what we do is we kind of classify them by their size. And we we put out a huge we make a the track is actually a huge circle uh, that they will put out and they will put the turtles in the middle of the circle and in a in a cage when they raise the cage up the uh, first turtle to race out of that circle is the winner. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And uh, <laughs> it's exciting. And some of those races you'll be amazed. Those turtles will scoot out of that circle in less than a minute. Wow! <laughs> Some of them will sit there and we'll wait 15 minutes for those turtles to try to move. So it's, it's a lot of fun. The kids enjoy it. And Scott, you you guys will also have an antique uh, tractor uh, display as well as the Cowbag National Vintage Car Show? That's exactly right. That's something that we've added in the last oh, five or six years. And uh, Louis Hume kind of heads that up as far as the antique engines and tractors. He will have uh, tractors out there that's turn of the century. Wow. And he will have still operating and he'll bring out some uh, folks will bring in engines from all over the south uh south part of the united states and they'll bring their antique engines in there to let you see how they how they work how they operate and that uh and that uh street rod car show that is really has something that has taken off we've gotten a lot of participants in that so folks that are interested in street rod cars they'll be putting on that cow bag national show there that day and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun all right, so it's at the Holmes Water Park. Remind us again of the hours for the festival. Okay, we'll kick off at 8 o'clock in, uh, that morning with our opening ceremony, and we'll finish up at 9 o'clock that night. And then, like I said, it's in the Holmes Water Park. It is on the east side of town. Uh, if you come uh, Old Highway 98 through town, go to the east side, and we're there in the water park. All beautiful, right. Beautiful, beautiful scene. And a giant fireworks display to end all things. That's a great way to end a festival. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll have folks that will come in for the start of the day, but they'll, they'll make their way back from the 9 o'clock fireworks display. That is done by Citizens Bank, and they do a great job with that. All right. So uh, is there a way folks could get some more information about the festival? If they want to find out information, the best, probably the quickest is everybody's social media. Just go to the uh, Walpaw County Chamber of Commerce. There will be some links uh, to that pointing you to the Dairy Fest as far as schedule, events, uh, if they need any kind of any more information about it. All right. Sounds good. Scott, thanks for joining us today. 
Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. That's uh, right. Scott Dwyer, the Master of Ceremonies for the Walthall County Dairy Festival taking place tomorrow in Tylertown at the Holmes Water Park. So uh, a great event. But like I said, that one just smacks to me of just kind of your traditional, you know, midsummer event. We have yeah. the whole family out there just having a whole bunch of fun, to, different things to do. Exactly. All right, let's take one final break. When we get back, we're going to wrap up the show by talking to members of the U.S. Army Golden Knights Parachute Team. They're going to be at the uh, Greenwood Air Show this weekend. So we'll talk about that. And that's coming up next on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. In for Sharita Brent this week, I'm Kevin Farrell and joined by Kamel King, Special Projects Manager with the Mississippi Development Authority. Uh, we've been uh, talking about a bunch of stuff going on in Mississippi. Uh, we've talked to the folks down in Hattiesburg about Festival South that's going on June 1st through the 17th in the Hub City. We just spoke with uh, the folks from the Walthall County Dairy Festival. That's going on Saturday uh, in the at the Holmes Water Park. A great day of fun uh, there. Uh, we visited with the people from Cathead Vodka Distillery. They're celebrating their seventh year in business with a big party uh, this weekend. And also we talked with uh, the folks from the Alice Mosley Folk Festival going on in Bay St. Louis this weekend as well. We're not done yet, though, because now we have on the phone with us Cindy Long, and we're going to be talking about uh, the big Greenwood Air Show that's coming up this weekend. Cindy, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for asking us. We're we're glad to be on the air. Uh, Tell us a little bit about uh, the history of the air show. Well, this is our fifth year. It is our fifth annual Greenwood Air Show. It is at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport in Greenwood, Mississippi, this Saturday, and the gates open at 10. And something really cool that we do, we offer free airplane rides and helicopter rides to children from 10 to 12. Uh, but they, people should come early because it's very popular. And then about 1230, we start our air show portion. All right. So, so no free plane rides for the 55 and over crowd? <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you sweet talk them, they might. <laughs> but, no, we have a lot of local people that volunteer to do that, so we, it's something that great that we can offer the community. Yeah, that's so – uh, we, we also have a, a classic car show that will go on. The, the, all the air shows end at 4. So we, have, we are from 10 to 4, the classic show. We have uh, food vendors, and we have a great lineup, including the U.S. Army Golden Knights. We are so excited to have them. First time we've ever brought a government entity into our air show, and we are so excited. So, Cindy, how long has the air show and, and car show and just the entire uh, uh, program been going on? Well, five years. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is our fifth year. And so, uh, do you have someone from the the parachute team there with you? I do, I do. I have Keith on the phone. All right. Why don't let's talk with Keith for just a minute? Hey, sir. How's it going? Doing good. Thanks for joining us on the show this morning. So, tell us a little uh, about. Uh, I'm happy to be here. The 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 Army Golden Knights parachute team. Uh, what are some of the things uh, what folks go to Greenwood uh, this weekend to see the air show? Tell us a little bit about what your portion of the show will be. So the U.S. Army Golden Knights parachute team has been around since 1959. Wow. And we are the official aerial demonstration unit for the United States Army. And we perform live aerial demonstrations in support of Army public relations and recruiting all throughout the country. We perform in all 50 states. We perform internationally as well. Wow. How do you train for that? How do you audition for that? <laughs> yeah, so um, all, of, all of the members of the U.S. Army parachute team are Army enlisted 
soldiers, mm-hmm. and they uh, they have at least 100 military or civilian free fall parachute jumps. And each year, the team holds tryouts. Uh, we it's an eight-week-long tryout in every summer, and uh, they select uh, members of the team. What is a free fall jump? So a free fall jump is a jump where you're actually so in a, in a conventional airborne unit, you would do what's called a static line jump, where you're actually attached to the aircraft, mm-hmm. and when you exit the aircraft, the static line opens your parachute. Mm-hmm. Now, a free fall parachute jump is done from a much, uh, from a much higher altitude, and you're actually in free fall. Wow. Controlling your, actually controlling your body in flight, and you, and you manually deploy your parachute via a pilot chute. Give us any type of description on how that feels to the human body. <laughs> scary. Yeah, I, I know. Right? It's, scary. <laughs> well, it's, it's very, it's very exciting. But um, a, a, lot, a lot of people think it's like a roller coaster, and, and I would say it's not necessarily like a roller coaster because you don't really have any reference points around you. You're just in in the open sky, so there's no sensation of falling at this extreme speed it feels more like floating and you're or or flying for that matter you're really just using your hands your arms your legs all your different body parts to control your movement in the air wow and so i guess the show is uh maybe y'all different formations and things talk a little bit about what folks would see uh during the show yeah so um that's a great question i our um our performance is four. we do four main maneuvers in our show. Well, five if you count the mass exit. So for the the first performance of the day, we're going to do what's called a mass exit, where um, a large group of us, you know, pretty much the whole team jumps out all together and forms, uh, you know, different geometric shapes in in the air. Uh, We interlock our arms and legs and and form these, form just a a big, one big formation in the air. Then in the afternoon, we do what's called our full show. um, And that's four separate maneuvers. We do what's called a, um, a baton pass, where two jumpers get out, and they, and they link up in the air, and they form these uh, spirals in the sky, just the two of them. The second, the second maneuver that we do is the cutaway maneuver, where um, a single jumper gets out, and he's wearing three parachutes instead of the two we normally wear. And what he does is he causes his first parachute to malfunction and simulates what a jumper would do if their main parachute would malfunction. And then he'll actually cut away that, that parachute and then open his main parachute. Uh, the third maneuver that we do is called a diamond track. And the diamond track, two jumpers go, get out, and they, and they demonstrate the amount of separation that jumpers can get in the air. So they actually fly out about a mile, and a half, about a mile to a mile and a half apart and then fly back together and, and cross at about at about a combined speed of 300 miles per hour. Wow. And then the final formation that we do is called the diamond formation, where four jumpers show how close you can get together and, and the control that you, can, that, you can, that you can get in free fall without actually touching each other. And then um, it's, those are four formations that we're going to do in the, uh, over the two different, um, you know, two different performances that we're going to do. That's 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 amazing. Uh, Kamel and I are both ga- mouths agape here because they're just listening <laughs> yeah. to that. And uh, so the one with the three parachutes does the guy that gets the short straw is the one that has to demonstrate <laughs> the malfunctioning oh, yeah. parachute. <laughs> so, so the um, the uh, the cutaway guy um, they they take we take turns doing that. Okay. Um, and then the diamond track guys, the guys that fly at each other at you know in excess of three hundred miles per hour, they're um, they, that's usually the typically the same two guys. So it's actually my, myself and Brian Cars will be doing that um, that particular maneuver, 
because so, you know it, it, you, you kind of got to learn how that how that other guy flies. You mm-hmm. know, everybody's everybody flies a little bit differently, and, and you know with the with the extreme degree of precision required in that particular maneuver, it, it's really important that those two guys train together regularly. All right, uh, let's bring Cindy back in for just a minute. Cindy, you only got about a minute and a half left, and so we want to talk about maybe some of the other things that are going on. That parachute yeah. uh, demonstration sounds like that will just be epic. Uh, but also yeah. you've got, as we mentioned, the car show, but some music as well. Talk a little bit about some of the musical acts. Uh, well, we actually we don't have music this year. We've had okay. it in the past. But we Sorry. Kind of found the, most of the people that come, they want to see the air show. Mm-hmm. And we do have other performers, a lot of them local. We've got a uh, guy... Wayne Roberts, who has an extra 300. Frank Kimmel flies the old World War II T6s and P40. And we have a team called Aeroshell, and there are actually four flyers that go in formation. They fly the World War II North American T6s. Uh, We've got a local guy, Jim Risher. He's got a SU-26 Sukhoi. Uh, we've also got a cool jet van that's got a jet engine in the back, and he is cool. Wow. He races down with aeroshell and got all kinds of cool things for everybody. Face painting, bouncy houses, food vendors, all kinds of things. And the greatest thing about it at all is you pay $10 to park for your whole family, and that's it. There is no admission. There is no any other charge unless you want to buy food or you want to uh, get your face painted. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's free. Yeah. So uh, how can folks find out more information? Uh, go like us on Facebook, Greenwood Air Show. It's real easy to find, and we're putting stuff on it all day long. It's got the schedule of events. Uh, just scroll down, and you'll see all kinds of stuff. It's got. Uh, yesterday, we did a remote and had a really cool. Uh, we've got a Piper Cub that lands on top of an old Bonneville car, so we've got some pictures oh, wow. of that on there. All kinds of fun things. Just, just going to be a great day here. Always is. All right, Cindy Keith. Thanks for joining us uh, to talk about the the air show tomorrow. Hey, thanks for having us. All right. So that's the Greenway Air Show tomorrow, beginning at 10 at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport. That's going to wrap us up for today. Uh, just to review what we talked about, we talked about Festival South in Hattiesburg, the Walthall County Dairy Festival, the Alice Mosley Folk Festival in Bay St. Louis, Cathead Vodka, celebration of their seven years in business. And we just spoke with uh, the folks about the Greenwood Air Show, featuring this year the U.S. Army Golden Knights Parachute Team. I'm Kevin Farrell for Kamel uh, uh, King, uh, saying goodbye, and we'll see you next week on Next Stop Mississippi only on MPB Think Radio. Yes.